Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back for week three of the Creative Voice and Artist Identity Series. This is Dion White, and you are listening to Creative Conversations with Dion White, and I am your host. Listen, I'm so excited. It's a new day, and I'm excited that there is a sun coming up in my soul, y'all. I don't know if you know that song by Crowder, but he sings, there's a sun coming up. That's how I feel. There is an excitement in the atmosphere right now. And we are on the cusp of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. And I just want to prophesy to you today. I want to prophesy breakthrough into you. I want to prophesy a new day and a new season into you and your art for the coming year. I say, get expectant. Raise your expectations because big things are coming. Uh, incredible shifts are coming. And I don't know if you can feel it, but I can feel it. There is a sun coming up, y'all, in our souls for the new year. And so I just wanted to start off with that and just bless you today because it has been uh, such an expectancy on this end of my life and uh, some other people that I do life with. And um, I just feel good vibes in the atmosphere. And I wanted to just release that to you and um, bless you with that today. So today we're wrapping up our series on finding your creative voice and the artist identity. And we're going to be talking about batching your art, whether you've done it or not. By the time we're done with this podcast today, you're going to know how to do it. So first, let's recap the first two episodes of this series. One, we learned that developing our creative voice takes time. Two, that you can have multiple styles, but there should be a common thread. Three, that being an artist, nor is our art, our identity. Uh, and four, we have the choice of what shapes us and defines us as people and our art. And five, artist statements are an important resource. It can become the plumb line of our creative why. Uh, it helps to keep us on the right track of our purpose. So batching our art, we're going to be wrapping up that series about creative voice and artist identity. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Creative Conversations with Dion White. Well, let's just start off by dismantling some lies, first of all. I think the artist particularly is laden with lies uh, because of the purpose that is going to come through us, the destiny that's going to come through us. I'm going to throw a little bit of a Bible teaching here on you. Um, this may be cool with some of you. It may not. I'm not going to apologize for that today because it's all a part of my foundation of what I do. But there was a vision in the Bible um, that was given to Zechariah and Joshua, the high priest was in the temple, uh, excuse me, he was in heaven and he was before the Lord and he had on dirty garments and the enemy was there and he was accusing Joshua. Okay. He was accusing Joshua of basically being unfit and um, just dirty and uh, marred and tarnished. And so in summary, the Lord rebukes Satan. The Lord rebukes Satan um, about his accusation against Joshua. Why was Satan accusing Joshua? Well, we believe that it was because of the destiny that was going to come through Joshua, okay? So the destiny coming through Joshua was what? He was going to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And so the enemy was going to do whatever he could to accuse him to try to dismantle what the Lord had mantled him with. 
And so he rebuked him. The Lord rebuked Satan. And they told Zechariah and the people that were in the presence in the vision to take off the dirty the dirty garments, to take off the dirty garments and to put a rich robe on him and to put on him a clean turban. And so this is what I want to do today is that um, if there are any lies circling you around you as an artist, your ability, your creativity, your qualification, your validation, I just want to dismantle that today. And we're going to remantle you with who God says you are and what you can do and the destiny that is supposed to come through you as an artist. So let's start off by dismantling this lie and awakening your soul to truth. So let's not believe the lie that just because you have not found or solidified your creative voice, that you are not show worthy or collection worthy, meaning it's not ready to be purchased. Because if we ever wait till everything's ready, we're going to be waiting forever. It's all about process, you guys. It's all about the journey. So even the all artists like the great masters went through an evolving of style and subject matter. So we create because we love to. We create because we're called to. So what a great privilege it is to be a co-worker with God, co-creating for him with your gifts and skills for the good of the world, our, our joy and God's glory, right? So I'm just dismantling that lie today that you are not qualified um, because you have not found or solidified your creative voice. You are not significant when you even do find it. Like finding your creative voice doesn't make you significant. You're already significant. The Lord has given you a rich robe and put a clean turban on your head. And he's saying, as an artist for my kingdom, as an artist for the world to bring life and beauty and goodness I'm putting a rich robe on you. I'm giving you a clean turban. I'm giving you destiny. And I want you to put your hand to the plow to bring that to come to pass with me. So today, just rest in the fact that you are mantled for destiny as an artist. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. So just take that. I bless you with that today. Let's talk about batching your art. Okay, so we're going to get to the practical side of our skill today. And I'm going to weave in a few other things. We're going to talk about some other myths at the end. So batching your art. So what exactly is batching your art? All right, if you've batched your art, raise your hand. Okay, that's funny because y'all, I can't see you. <laughs> but I'm raising my hand for you. I'm raising my hand because I've batched my art before. So what exactly is batching? Batching is when you create multiple artworks at once, all following a similar theme or type of inspiration, at least. Um, for example, last fall, I batched a series of small paintings that reflected coastal elements and incorporated my message of the art of Kintsugi with um, the hope of Christ in it. And so these were natural elements from the coast, as well as colors from the coast that I used in this, tying it in with the Art of Kintsugi, and it was called my Coastal Impressions line. Now, this did come out of a challenge. I was in a group at the time, and there was something called a Small Works Challenge. Um, that was with Sergio Gomez and Yanina Gomez through Art Next Level, and they gave this challenge about this time. Uh, it started in September because of the holiday. Um, having an inventory is really great with small works for people to be able to buy small gifts or for you to give them away as gifts. And so this started out of a challenge 
And so we were being prepared at least a month or even two ahead of time that this challenge was coming. Uh, he created a buzz around it. And uh, you didn't have to take it if you didn't want to. But I wanted to because I wanted to create a cohesive body of work and I wanted to create a collection around a theme that meant something to me. And so since I'm a Southern artist, um, transplanted here from the North, which I love both places, but I do love living in the South because I love the sunshine, the warm weather and the water. Um, and I'm so close to the mountains as well. But I wanted to, it to have a meaning to a lot of people that might have lived here or lived on the coast. And so I chose the coastal elements and it means a lot to me. It's a very refreshing uh, subject to my soul. So um, I chose a theme and then I chose a color palette and I had an idea about how many pieces I wanted to create. And I set a date that I wanted the collection to be done by. Now these are really important. If you know anything about vision boards, or if you've listened to my vision board tutorial or my vision board podcast, you'll know that I love doing vision boards, especially at the beginning at the, of the year to kind of plan out for my goal for the year, setting long-term and then shorter-term goals. So this is kind of like what I did with the batching of the small work series. So I chose a theme and then I chose a color palette. I had an idea about how many pieces, and then this was uh, the important part. I had a date of when I wanted the collection done by. So that was my goal. So you can kind of frame it around that. Choose your palette, choose your theme, choose the pieces, and then set the date. And, you know, the date can be a hard date. It can be a soft date, meaning it can be flexible. But you want to give yourself enough time so that you can do with them what you want to do. So I chose to use similar colors in all of them. And they all would have gold. That was one thing I determined. Even the acrylic works that I added to the collection, there was gold in them, and I tried to keep a theme of the color palette. So when creating both the ink and the acrylic works in the collection, I worked in process of steps or in process steps with the composition. So what do I mean by that? Process steps. What I mean is by process steps is that I would do the first step on each piece so if I had 10 pieces laid out in front of me, I would do the first step. I would lay the foundation on each piece of paper in this case. Um, or if I was doing the acrylics in the bulk at that moment, I would lay the foundation in the underpainting in the first or the toning first. So I would do the first step on each piece. Um, and I wouldn't move on to anything else until each piece was done with the first step. Then I would move on and do the second step on each piece. That might be lay, you know, laying another layer or another color um, or another element to it. So then I would move on to the final step. And then the final, final step is usually was the gold. I was adding the gold to it. This moved the creation process along really quickly when you do it in like a bulk fashion like this. Now, what I want to tell you is we're not just recreating. Now, you could do this. You could recreate the same thing. So say you're doing, like, say, Christmas ornaments or something to that effect, and you want them all to say joy, and they all have a wreath on them or something. You can do this. You could do this with something like that. So this bulk um, batching helps with creating inventory in that way. So you might want to sell, you know, people might want to buy the same ornament, or you might customize it for them on on the spot, like put their name in it or something to that effect. But the base of it, the design needs to be set. But in this case, in my case, each one of my pieces was a different subject, but they all had the same colors, the same theme. 
All right. So you could do it both ways. It could be a bulk of the same design or it can be a collection of different designs with the same elements in it. So I hope you got that. So think of it kind of as an assembly line type of concept or system. If you get that vision in your mind, then that's pretty much what it looks like. And you'll be really surprised how quickly it begins to go and how awesome you begin to flow when you're doing that. You just, it's like clockwork. So, you know, batching shows that you are consistent and serious about what you do. And this is a great attribute for building trust in your followers or collectors, as well as galleries and curators, because they want you to show a collection. So it helps you build a collection. Um, it helps you with just exploratory investigation of uh, themes and subject matter. Um, for instance, I did just last year when I was at the beach, I did some plein air painting. I took some pictures. I was kind of doing a wave study. I was looking at the light and the depth and um, how the water fell and where the sun hit it and, you know, and that kind of thing. And I just did an abstract of like five pieces. Um, actually, it was one, two, three, four, five. It might have been uh, seven. I can't remember exactly because I had a couple that were different sizes. I think it was seven pieces of the, of the abstract wave study. Well, did you know that I entered one of those pieces in an online juried show and it actually won? It won an abstract contest. Y'all, that was from a um, study of a collective batch of work. And so you just never know where your work and your play and your discovery is going to take you. So just be encouraged by that. Be encouraged by that. And that's another thing we're going to talk about on a podcast down the road is like about juried shows and entering that and rejection and those kind of things and this just the perseverance in the art world in general. So uh, we'll do that down the road because that's something else to talk about because we need to we need to try in order to be exposed. We need to try in order to win. Okay, so you know art in general gives people a look into who you are and what makes you tick. And like we talked about on our last episode regarding the artist's identity, what we love or set our affection on is what will come out in our art. Batching gives people more than just a taste of your art and skill. It actually is like giving them a meal to indulge in. And I love that. I love that analogy. It's like giving them a meal. Like here, here's the whole seven course meal, you know, as opposed to here's the appetizer kind of thing. <laughs> But let's not forget the incredible therapeutic effects we gain from creating. You know, this is something I'm extremely passionate about. It's therapeutic for our spirit, our soul, you know, our mind, our body. It really is. And it's a way to connect with our creator. And so when we do this for prolonged times, being engrossed in a project like this of creating a collection through batching, it will bring tremendous mental clarity, peace of mind and personal fulfillment every time. And if it doesn't, then you can say I was wrong. But I guarantee you, you will gain one of those three things, peace of mind, mental clarity or personal fulfillment, not to mention a greater connection with your creator. So think of batching as a hands on kind of creative mastermind session with you and God. Oh, how marvelous the things you will discover y'all. Affirmation and confirmation of your skill and artist heart will come in the process. I love this. That is the goodness of our God, that he will give us affirmation and confirmation of your skill and artist heart. 
just solidifying your identity in him and your gift. So let's just look at six things right here of what the benefits of batching does and is. Number one, batching allows us to create a collection of artwork. Number two, batching helps build our skills. Number three, batching refines our creative voice. Number four, batching creates inventory. Number five, batching can allow us to discover a whole new avenue that we had not yet explored in the creation process. I'm gonna say that one more time. So if you're taking notes, batching can allow us to discover a whole new avenue that we had not yet explored in the creation process. And number six, batching can build our credibility as an artist and in the marketplace. Okay, so those are six really great things that can come from batching art. It's not just about creating art just to sell it. Here are six solidified, tried and true, I've done it, um, benefits from batching art. All right, in order to batch, we will need to do it a bit of planning and strategizing. I'm gonna tell you that God is big on strategy. At the end of this, we're going to talk a little bit about intuition and spontaneity and bust some myths about that because God really is big on strategy and planning. You can just look at the Bible. It's all planned out from beginning to end before time, the foundations of the earth were laid, right? And so um, he's big on strategy because stewarding our time, our gifts and our talent is actually a valuable lesson to learn. And he calls for us to steward these things. Proverbs 21.5 says this, the plans or thoughts of the diligent certainly lead to profit or gain, but anyone who is reckless or hasty certainly becomes poor or it leads to poverty. Can I just say how important it is to be diligent in stewarding everything that God's given us? for our good, truly for our good and his glory. Having a plan and being consistent is important and it is for our gain and our good. You know, we wanna see consistency in our art and planning and some art can take a long time and that's why batching can actually be beneficial. So if you're working on other things, you know, and you're planning out other projects, this can be something you can do in the meantime or in addition to. But, you know, you really should spend a little bit of time planning what you're going to do, your collection. You need to think it out. You know, you need to look for the inspiration. Um, when I was choosing my subject matter, um, I looked at a lot of different things. I looked at things like what spoke to me, what inspired me, what were my some of my favorite things, and what did I feel that by me pouring myself out in the spirit in that way, would it speak to other people? And it has, because several pieces of that collection have sold. So by that happening, I know that my planning was purposeful. But I want to stop right here and just talk a little bit about spontaneity and intuition. So I want to bust a myth. Not all spontaneous art is intuitive art. 
okay? And who we connect with in the spirit matters. We can have people being intuitive, but not into the right connection, if that makes sense. But spontaneous art can simply be an artist who is actually not disciplined or to prepare. They're not prepared and they want to call it intuitive. But God filled and skilled people. And those were people that he used to build his temple. He entrusted it to him, to them. He filled them and he skilled them. So he always can equip us and he equips the called, but the called need to continue to cultivate their gifts. We have a responsibility in this matter. So showing up unprepared is actually uh, a sense of um, laziness or um, just poor planning and stewardship of your gifts and showing up unprepared. Um, yeah, did I say laziness? Because yeah, that's probably pretty much what it is. <laughs> Listen, I've been there. I'm preaching to the choir, y'all. I've been there. I, you know, I'd just be like, okay, God, just do whatever you want to do. And we're not robots, y'all. He called us to co-create with him, to co-labor with him. And so that's why this is so important to understand that not all spontaneous art is intuitive art. Spontaneity is not always intuition. So, you know, in the way of our art, you know, we need to cultivate our gifts. If we are filled, if we are skilled, then we need to be engaging our gifts and honing our skills. That's just a responsibility we have. Some people seem to think that spontaneity is the only way to be intuitive. I completely disagree. I say that planning does not mean that you are not an intuitive artist. Actually, planning is good stewardship, like I said, of your time and your talent. And it's, it is when we enter into that process, you know, that intuition kicks in, especially when we enter into the stream of flow. We talked about flow on the power of small art episode um, and the therapeutic effects of that, but also divine flow when we couple in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So intuition will kick in. But intuition is not the same as spontaneity because there's always preparation happening, whether you realize it or not. Spontaneity is simply moving with the spirit or going with the flow of the spirit. Either God is um, either way. Either way, God is prepared. Um, you know, he's just, he's prepared ahead of time. And so either way, he's prepared and it just manifests in us as we put our hands to the plow. So do I plan my works or collections? Yes. Matter of fact, right now I've been meditating and contemplating on one that I'm going to be doing over the winter um, to release possibly in the spring as along with my book launch. And so God's already giving me strategy. And this is not spontaneity. This is intuition. And this is putting my hand to the plow, even mentally and intellectually, and beginning to journal about these things, beginning to um, look for how he wants me to do that. And so just remember, it's not the same as spontaneity. So yes, I plan, I plan my work in my collections usually. Sometimes I'll sit down and just to play. And that's what we talked about last time, you know, on discovering uh, through play, which is absolutely, absolutely necessary. And it's absolutely permissible. So, and it's beneficial. So don't forget that. But I plan my works. Usually, yes. Um, I let the Holy Spirit kind of fill in the gaps because I don't always, you know, plan them down to the detail. But I, I start with the inspiration and the idea of what I'd like it to be. But usually to my surprise, 
because of my partnership with the Holy Spirit and my intuition, it comes out being better than I thought, way better than I could have ever planned. But I at least put my hand to the plow and I did plan. I did strategize with the Lord. I did listen to the intuition um, and grab hold of the visions he was getting me. So I'm telling you today that you do not have to be spontaneous to be intuitive. I'm going to say that again. You do not have to be spontaneous to be intuitive. There's way too much pressure to perform. Sometimes on the spot, if you're painting, especially in public or worship settings, unless you can do that, unless you're gifted with that, that's something that I'm not uh, crazy about because I feel pressure from that. Um, it's not for everyone. You know, for me, creating is such an intimate and deep and secret place for me. You know, it's hard to let people into that place for me because it's just such a secret place, y'all. It's just such a secret place. But be at ease. I'm just going to release you today that not everyone is meant to paint in public. Not everyone is meant to be a worship painter or a performing artist in that way. It goes along with our personality makeup that he uh, gave us. I'm not saying you couldn't learn to do it, but if it's not something that you like to do or you feel too much pressure from, and I'm not even talking about fear, like, cause that's a whole other story. I'm just talking about the pressure of it and you don't operate well that way. Then maybe it's not for you, you know, maybe it's not for you. And I will tell you right here, you know, I, I actually love to do demonstrations paintings or demonstration creating while in public, while I'm creating, I'm explaining the process of teaching it, but that's completely different than saying it's spontaneous on the spot. Like I'm just going to create something out of the blue. There's too much pressure in that for me. Um, that's just not the way I, I work. Maybe you do. And that's awesome. And I bless you with that gift and for you to cultivate that and to bless, um, people with that. But in conclusion, you know, we all have a unique voice and in order to find it and refine it, we need to make art on a regular basis so that we can create a cohesion in our work. You'll feel so accomplished and satisfied, not only because you created a collection, but when you are able to see a common thread, it brings a sense of identity since you're seeing your personality come through in your art. That's just such a great feeling, y'all. So many good benefits come from this practice of batching. You don't have to do it all the time, but I would try and do it at least once a year. Uh, and you'll be so, so glad that you did. Um, you know, remember, there's one common denominator in all of your art, and that is you. And as you walk this journey out, you will begin to see God define and refine both you and your art. And as long as you are moving forward, you are on the right track, everyone. So let's go over the just the benefits really quick again of the benefits of batching our art um, before we close this episode out. So again, batching our art allows us to create a collection of artwork. It helps build our skills. It refines our creative voice. It creates inventory. And it can allow us to discover a whole new avenue that we had not yet explored in the creation process. And batching can build our credibility as an artist in the marketplace. And remember, the things that go into creating a collection are one, inspiration. Choose a theme. Two, choose a color palette. 
uh, three, choose maybe how many pieces you'd like it to be. And four, set a date so that you know when, uh, about when the collection will be finished and you can present it to the world or to whatever you're going to do with it. Okay, everyone, that is it for today. I hope this helped you and inspired you to try your hand at batching art um, and batching out a series. Uh, it's not too late. Fall has just begun, so you still have time for the holidays. And if you choose to gift them away or sell them, that's up to you. And I just want to just remind you that just because you haven't found your creative voice yet or it's still in refining or it's not solidified, that does not disqualify you from being a valuable artist. It does not disqualify your work from being valued um, and good. So just remember that today. I bless you with validation as you find your creative voice on this journey. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining me in the studio as we were talking about you know, this series of the creative voice and the artist identity. I really hope that this helped you a little bit. I mean, there is definitely so much more that can be expanded on these things, but really this is the basis of finding our creative voice and our artist identity, you know, and how we can continue to walk that out. It truly is a journey. So again, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on Creative Conversations with Dion White. We will see you next time. Stay creative. And hang around. There's a message after the podcast. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining me today on Creative Conversations with Dion White. I really enjoy bringing you creative content of substance and value. It is my mission to help others persevere empowered on their journey. So you can listen to my podcast and subscribe on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, and Radio Public. Connect with me further on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dion White Art, or contact me and look at my art or purchase it at DionWhiteArt.com. And don't forget about the Art of Freedom book that I have coming out in March of 2020. Go to theartoffreedombook.com to read more about that of restoring your heart, renewing your soul, and reviving your body. And you can secure your author-signed copy um, at that site. So I appreciate your support. Everybody have a great day and stay creative.